This is Pursuing Wholeness. everybody this is veronica and sean and we are here for another episode of the pursuing wholeness podcast we are so excited to join y'all this evening on our end you could be listening at any time of day we'd be glad to have you join us whenever it works for you but um we are so glad to talk with you all i know it's been a little while but um you know we just do what we can um but we're we're blessed. We're grateful. Our family's doing well. We're doing well. Um, law practice is going well. I'm putting a lot of things in place that I'm excited about. So um, y'all probably hearing about some of that stuff as we move on. Um, school year is starting up. Mm-hmm. Should we share what we decided about school? I mean, I guess. That's fine. <laughs> well, for a little while, we were... Um, thinking about putting the kids in school. I mean, I guess mainly me. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. the one who was real gung-ho about that. Mm-hmm. But um, with everything with COVID and just a lot of the uncertainty about things in the world, we decided that we would continue homeschooling another year at least, or at least at least for now. Y'all mm-hmm. know me. Like, I'm not going to say we're doing it for a year for sure. Sean might do that because he <laughs> likes to kind of – be like this is what we're doing but i'm saying we're homeschooling for now Hmm. and we're going to continue to do what we believe is best for our family and if homeschooling is that we'll do it and if it changes in public school or private school or montessori school whatever it is that we um decide is best then we'll proceed accordingly when that time comes sean is chuckling because i know i've introduced a, a a way of living that um he probably wouldn't have chosen <laughs> yeah i mean no you know it's all good it's like we, we're we're of similar mind on, on most things you know some things you know i'm like oh oh really you know um i don't know but we you know we'll work we'll work those things out but yeah yeah that is what we decided we're gonna keep <clears throat> the kids here and um you know school them because we've been we've been doing things on our own and and the cool thing is that kids at the age that both of our kids are at seven and two are very willing to learn, very mm-hmm. much wanting to learn. So it's almost they almost lead the way in a sense. You got to we provide them with some level of structure, of course, and that's what we're always going to have them be tasked to do. But they like to learn about things, you know, to ask tons of um, questions. What well, the two year old, she's kind of starting to. Yeah. But her main thing is she's kind of forcing us to read books. Yeah. You know, and um, the other one is um, asking questions about everything, everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, so it kind of lends itself to learning. You know, we provide some structure with that. And that's a good thing about homeschool. I mean, we, you know, we try to have a plan, but if they are interested in something on a particular day, then we can explore it. I know, um, like with our oldest, she 
like you said, she has questions about everything, and she's always wanting to know what does this mean. Like everything, if you say any word, she's never heard. What does that mean? What does that mean? And we do have a dictionary for her. We mm-hmm. taught her how to look things up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're you know working with her to look things up on the internet under supervision, of course. Right. But she wants to know everything. What's the thing on the top of a chicken's head called? What's the thing on their neck called? What is um. I don't know anything. She want to know. So we learn about it. And we learn in the process of teaching them, helping them to find information. I guess the two-year-old, she, she's more, like, she's her thing now is mommy is a lady, daddy is a man, mm-hmm. and they're girls, and grandma's a lady, pop-pop's a, a man, and Gigi is like, she goes through everybody, man and lady, and then, she likes to say how old people are. Mm-hmm. And as, of, of that. as of a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like she's two and it's just, they do that. So it's fun. And um, we get to just kind of see the world from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But anyway, our family is well. Our parents are well. Our brothers and sisters and their children, their, everybody's doing well. Um, so... Oh. Yeah, I want to say this before we kind of go into, you know, whatever stuff. Like, I just want to encourage y'all, you know, take care of yourself, man. Mm. Take care of yourself, you know. I won't go into that too much because, you know, this isn't necessarily like a health and fitness podcast, even though we consider health and wholeness. fitness a part of wholeness, yeah. But take care of yourself. Just remember, you know, that um, main thing, just remember that, you know, a healthy body is is paramount. Mm-hmm. You know, and health is not something that happens by chance. It's something that you had to be intentional about, you know, and we kind of take that for granted from when we're younger and we just eat whatever. We don't get enough sleep, all this stuff. But please, please take care of yourself. If you have, if you already know that you have um, issues kind of related to lifestyle and whatnot, go ahead and go ahead and get it right. Go ahead and get it right. You know, drink your water, eat mostly vegetables, get your sleep. You know, learn to not be stressed out about stuff. Take time to just kind of reflect and relax. Get in antioxidants. Get in vitamin D. You know, sunlight. You know, is your main source. Um, just do it for real. Because I mean, it's 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 there. It's there, and it's within your power. Do whatever. Do whatever you can in your power to um to be healthy. That's that's just all I want to say. That's very heavy on my heart. You know. Yeah, since we saying stuff like that, um, a revelation I've been having lately through various podcasts and books and sermons and everything, I've been just having this revelation about um, how we, when we become, we, we become what we want to be, but it's first a choice that gets mm-hmm. us there. Um, it's like we decide, I want to be this kind of person, and then you think through, what does this kind of person do? I want to be a healthy person. What does a healthy person do? And just do those things. Like mm-hmm. just, just say, I'm going to start doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too often we try to make these plans and we try to look for the perfect diet. We try to look for the perfect this or that. But we have a good sense of like what a person who's healthy does. How do they eat? Um, you know, What do they eat? How do they sleep? How much water do they drink? It may not be a perfect idea of what it takes, but it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can think about what do healthy people do 
and do I want to do it? And, and, and not making it too big of a deal. Like, I think that's our problem as a society. We put so much stock into it. Like, okay, I'm about to change my diet. So I'm going to do like a vegan diet and I'm not going to eat any cheese and I'm not going to eat any dairy, any meat. I'm going to go do, I'm going to go hard. Instead of just saying today, my goal is to drink more water. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, go f- like make big goals, make big, you know, things to look to to push for. But don't think that you have to do like some big transformative thing in order to get there. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we psych ourselves out. I know I do. I'd mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to do Whole30. And then I don't go grocery shopping and then there's no Whole30 and I'm back to eating whatever. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to be vegan. And then somebody invite me to go eat burgers and then that's down the drain. And I'm always like almost preoccupied with gluten-free, no meat, no dairy, like all these different things where it's just like an obsession instead of it being like a good lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's like you just get so focused on all the changes and then you get overwhelmed and you don't do it. Then you start to punish yourself or kind of adopt guilt around eating. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being like what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. yeah, you just have to give it a chance to become a habit, and, and don't make it, you know, don't make it so, like you say, so, <clears throat> so big of a, I don't know, you know, and such a grand kind of thing. Just you know, just 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 decide what you want to do, and go ahead and do it. And 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 being healthy is it should be something that you want to do having a body that is as healthy as possible mm-hmm. especially because so much of it is in your control so much of it mm-hmm. is you know it's just anyway anyway i could i really could go on we end up making that the topic of this podcast and that's not what our intent was but it might need to be soon yeah yeah okay well i won't i won't say anything else but um i guess um we came on today because uh, you got something to to share with our listeners yeah so um you probably saw this based on the title of the of the podcast if you haven't go ahead and look at it real quick let me give you about three seconds Mm-mm. it might not be in the title oh we'll create some suspense oh i mean okay i thought i thought we had talked about <laughs> what the title was gonna be but that's fine but yeah either way um so i put in my my notice for my job um yeah i put in my notice so you guys what notice you know i mean i would usually you say two week notice but mine wasn't two weeks it was more than that Mm -hmm. you know so essentially i'm leaving my job and my job has been um you know the main source of income for a bit you know and um and yeah, and I've worked there for a little over 14 years. Um, you know, you listening probably know I'm an engineer. <clears throat> for how many? About a week more? Five yeah. more days? <laughs> right, so five more days. I'm an engineer. You know, I don't know if it means I'll never go back to it, but I mean, as far as I know. Um, well, anyway, aside from all that, I am leaving this job. Mm-hmm. And um, quite frankly, I'm leaving it to pursue wholeness. You know, that's... That's what I'm doing. It's one of the biggest things I've personally done. It's a huge thing for 
our our family is absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely huge. And even as I was kind of turning my stuff in, um, I about couldn't believe I was doing it. <laughs> but it's something that Veronica and I have talked about for quite a long time, quite a long time, in some way, shape, or form for years. Yeah, what was um the first leave date, I guess, in this most recent time? What was it? I think it was April 16th. Yeah, that was on the wall for a little while, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we um, you wrote the letter. Yeah, yeah. I written it. I had a letter written a long time ago and saved on my computer a long time ago. But then, um, it's funny. I um, yeah, it's like right before I did it, I something kind of came up, and I'm pretty sure that it was the Lord that kind of was like, wait, you know, um, I don't necessarily go into that now, but it ended up being something in our favor. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Monetarily, I just put it that way. You know? The required waiting, yeah. Right, it required us to wait. Um, you didn't know then. Right, and I didn't know. I had no idea. I just happened to have a conversation with somebody. And, anyway, anyway. But my point is, the main point is, I put in my notice to leave my job, and I have one more week left. And... um quite frankly and and y'all you kind of you kind of might already feel where we're coming from like when i said i left my job to pursue wholeness because the main thing is it's kind of the reason why we even record this podcast like we we desire to live a certain kind of way and part of the way that we desire to live um involves us having um control over our schedules Mm -hmm. like in our um family vision or whatever I can't remember where it, dictating our own schedules that's what it mm-hmm. says in our family vision dictating our own schedule and so living life on our and own living terms. life yeah yeah on our own terms and um no doubt like I mean I and I'll be straight up I mean I make good money there good money you know and um benefits yeah benefits package all that kind of stuff you know I have a good reputation at my job you know my supervisor has told me a few times you know you know, I'm management material, you know, asking me if I want to go for supervisor. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I guess, you know what, man? The main thing is even just saying that. I know I've walked through the hall. Like, we have pictures of all the different kind of managers and whatnot in the hall. And um, I've looked in that at, at those photos and just kind of, like, tried to see if I could see myself there. And it's like anytime I walk by, I've pretty much been like, you know, I could do it, but I, I'm i not really sure if I want to. And I've, and I've felt that way for years. Mm-hmm. I felt that way for years. As, as when, when I was first going into maybe school and all that kind of stuff, and or maybe about to graduate, get a job, you know, I just kind of thought that I would kind of do what I was supposed to do, which is like get a job, start, go up the corporate ladder. But then at some point a few years in, I was kind of like, do I really want to? Then it kind of turned later into, I'm not sure if I really do want that, you know, but it's because of the kind of life that since Veronica and I have been together, we've decided we want to live a certain kind of life. And it's kind of requiring bold steps like this. Now, now let's, let's, let's be quite frank here. So, so Veronica, she was, she was game for such a thing a long time before me. A Always very long up time. for an adventure. Right. She she's always, hey, you know, Veronica, I was thinking, yeah, do it. You know, 
But I didn't get, even get to tell you what I was thinking about. <laughs> and she she's very much like, go for it. And I'm I'm very much like I'm the one who always kind of has pause, and I had to kind of think about it. Um, but anyway, I'm just gonna kind of pause it there and kind of let you kind of you know talk or whatever. I mean, I, I I've said it. <laughs> I, I said it. You know, I put in my notes for my job. Everybody give Sean a round of applause to congratulate him. That's a bold move. It's a real bold move. Y'all know Sean is very, very, like he does everything after much consideration and contemplation. He doesn't rush into anything. He's going to do everything after making all the calculations and the charts, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've made made and revised plans many, many times. Many times, and and brought them to me, and I'm looking at them like, yeah, uh huh, yeah, do it. It's fine. Don't, <laughs> Don't show me no charts. <laughs> I'm getting better at that as a businesswoman. I'm I've been doing some coaching and um mm-hmm. learning that you gotta look like even on my my coaching session Friday. The coach is like Veronica. I don't want to hear. Things are doing better. I want to hear numbers. I want to know that it was there and then I was here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, I know I've been doing better. So. <laughs> See, I love it, man. I love I was it. I kind of annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because no. I know I've been doing better, but he right. wanted to see numbers and look at charts and all that stuff. But that's, anyway. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a chart person, but um, yeah, Sean is, and he has been thinking about this. I mean, it's, it's been a long, long time. I mean, y'all even know from the podcast, it's been long enough. We've been, he's been dabbling in it, but it's like, this is our life. This is our life. Mm-hmm. We are here on this earth. We've been on this earth for 36 years. We don't know how many more we have left. It's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. When are we going to do what we want to do? And mm-hmm. when I say that, I don't mean it like, we just going to be reckless. I mean, right, we're right, not right. that kind of people. And that's the thing. Like, even all day today, I've been thinking about how we check ourselves so much. We've been conditioned to check everything we do and say, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or um, is this the kind of thing I should do? Or is it okay for me to do this? Well, I don't want to operate in this way. It's like everything we do, we're just constantly regulating ourselves and modulating ourselves and it's like god gave us these lives to do what we want with them and we want to honor god we want to serve him with our lives but it doesn't have to be this set way to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he gives us Mm -hmm. our our freedom to decide what it looks like that's right and Mm -hmm. we we so often take what's given to us we we take what's handed to us as in this is how a responsible person lives their life. And then we don't even like it. We're tired sometimes. We're frustrated. We don't get time to do the things we want to do. Mm-hmm. We're rushing with our families. We don't get to spend time with our families mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. We don't get to go where we want to go. Everything's like in these tight windows. Mm-hmm. And it's like we don't have, it doesn't have to be that way. But that's how society has groomed us. Mm-hmm. And so then that's how we've received it. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing now with the the action, the bold action that you just took and said, this is my life. I'm going to live. And some people might think it's foolish. Why would you right. leave a good job with benefits? 
to go pursue some dreams or to 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 work on your own like there's no there's no security in that there's no guarantee and like all that and i say there's none of that even with the jobs we just have this false sense of security yeah but when you work for somebody else they can take all of that from you if they want to because you work for them or their job their business can collapse or um the department can close whatever like you just don't know so you really don't have a security there either Mm-hmm. But it's just this false sense of security. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if we walk on, if we live out faith and walk by faith and just take a step. I mean, that's what all the people we we admire, they did that. That's right. They didn't do the safe thing. Nobody who did the safe thing is worthy of thinking about. Nobody, they ain't in no books. They, nobody cares about their stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's the people who took bold actions, who took stepped out into the unknown, who we respect today. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just people like, and I'm, I'm not gonna keep rambling, but I'm just like, man, ahead, like I was listening to a podcast today, and, and she was talking about how Henry Ford um, created was like the one who sparked the five day work week. People mm-hmm. used to work six days a week. But he said, let's have them work five days a week so that they'll have a day to spend money. Mm. And it's like, there are people out there who come up with these unique ideas that nobody else thought of before. And they shape the world. And we, and it gets to the point where it becomes mm. ubiquitous. <laughs> mm. Whereas, like, this is what everybody does. And we do it because this is what we have to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then you realize that it doesn't have to be that way. It's just the way that somebody decided they wanted it to be because they wanted to shape the world a certain kind of way. Right. Mm-hmm. But they had to be the person to step out there and do what was not being done mm-hmm. or advocate for what was not being advocated for. But we're too scared to do that. So then we just pass on into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and um I don't know, you, you especially you mentioned mentioning the word faith, you know. You know, that's what it is, man. You know. I um this past week I had our older daughter um memorizing the Bible passage, um, Hebrews chapter eleven, verses one through six. And for those of you who, you know, are believers and, and um, you know, been in church for a while you've probably you know you probably are somewhat familiar with hebrews chapter 11 you know the hall of fame of faith as people Mm -hmm. like to refer to it as or whatever but anyway um you know i was reading that with my child and asking her what she thought it meant and talking to her and just you know we just kind of going back and forth and um and at some point i got like more revelation to that than I've ever had like I got new revelation in other words and um you know essentially you know there's that passage Hebrews eleven six. it says <clears throat> and without faith it is impossible to please God you know because he who comes to God must believe that he exists and in that he um rewards those who sincerely or who diligently seek him and so you know, a lot of my life has kind of been lofty language and all this kind of stuff, you know. And I mean, I, you know, but I, I, you know, it talks about Abel right before that. It talks about Abel 
and how in faith he offered his sacrifice to God. And um, I never really fully understood what that meant. But but when I read it again, when I was talking to my daughter, it's like I got to, and I'm going somewhere, but I, got, I came to the understanding that the reason why Abel's sacrifice was offered in faith was one, because of course he believed, first of all, that he was offering the sacrifice to a living God. And then two, because he was sincerely seeking how to please God. How do I please him? How do I offer him something that he actually would be pleased with, you know? And so that was his heart to really seek what is God's heart? What does he want, you know, and to strive to be obedient to God and, and God rewards that. And so that's why God rewarded that. And you see, in contrast, he did not reward Cain because Cain's stuff was not offered out of some sincere seeking. He was more so just kind of like checking off a box. Right. He was doing it. He was checking off a box. And so that's why his stuff was not accepted. But God tried to tell him, he was like, just look at the example of your brother. But he couldn't get past his own jealousy because mm-hmm. now Cain believed God existed. It's just that he wasn't one who was really sincerely seeking God. Um, He just did what he was supposed to do. But anyhow, um, when I thought about it, I was kind of thinking about how, like my wife said, we have these lives, man. We have these lives. And like, I'm a sincere believer that God has given us purpose. Mm-hmm. And like, there are things that he wants us to do. And if we really are sincerely seeking him and really seeking to live out the purposes that we've been created, that he created us for, then we have to be obedient at some points, mm-hmm. you know? So, so for me, leaving my job has actually been, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's an act of faith. It's an act of, of faith. It seems foolish. Like you said, I know to a lot of people, a lot of my coworkers are like, huh? Like what? Sean leaving, you know, and genuinely kind of concerned for me and whatnot. You know, I don't necessarily go into all the depth. I go into some depth, but you know, like, huh? What in the world are you doing? You're an engineer, you know, and, um, you know, but like I have known for a long time and I've even gotten some confirmation that, this is something that I need to do. I just been kind of waiting because I've been like nervous, but, um, this is an act of faith. I'm doing what I believe that God has made clear to me. He wants me to do to, to get to the life. I believe that he would have for us to live, which is the one that involves more freedom. Um, for whatever reason, you know, um, to spend time with family and to do things, you know, whatever it's just a, it's a step of faith just like abram you know hey abram i want you to go to the land i'm going to show you later on <laughs> huh you know he abram could have immediately just shut that off like i'm hearing stuff that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. but like he literally just started going to you know in the direction the first thing that came to his mind let me just go to where my dad was going to go some time ago that's it and, and God blessed that obedience. He blessed mm-hmm. that obedience. So that's why I'm trying to do is like, I'm just, we matter. Cause this is not my decision. This is like, like I said, my wife was already on board mm-hmm. and it just took me a while to catch up. But I am, we are striving just to simply be obedient. Even if it seems 
counter to what we should do because just like you said you know this is you know as far as like what we should do you know it's not really that cut and dry it's not life isn't really so cut and dry yeah there is no should right it's like i I actually was gonna post that on facebook but i ain't feel like any controversies but um there really is no should I think it could be argued that, you know, as a person of faith, as a Christian, there are some shoulds. But I think we have more shoulds imposed upon us than God imposed upon us. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I mean, it's oh, just, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It, it's mm-hmm. the shackles on our brains. Like, often I just think about the things that I struggle to do that are good things, but I can't, it's hard for me to do them because of the things that have been kind of like put programmed into my brain about what you should do what you should not do and this is how you know it's all these rules that are just Mm man-made but other than like some true imperatives that god gave us there really are very few shoulds Mm -hmm. but we are in societies that shape the way we think so much that we think that it's a requirement Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. it's not there are people who live lives that are so outside the norm and they're happy. And that's what matters. Like if you have a life that you are pleased with, I think that's like a huge part of it, a life that is satisfying to you. You know what I mean? You don't want to be hurting people or doing anything that like takes away from somebody else. And But there are very few shoulds, I think. And there's a lot of like freedom to live the life that you want to live. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, we're just mm-hmm. taught you have to do it this way, mm-hmm. and um, there. I mean, it's it's very challenging to live that way when you're always under those restraints or mm-hmm. constraints. Mm-hmm. So I think um, when when you talked about you leaving your job being an act of faith, it makes me think about kind of like you talked about the hall of faith. It makes me think about just my own hall of faith. Just looking at our lives in general, how you said that you were going to put in your notice. And I mean, we had Sean literally pro- typed in size um, point, I don't know, 165 font <laughs> the uh, April 16th and posted it around the house in many ways like my last day on the base. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. And then soon after learned about something that he needed to hang around a little bit more to benefit from. Mm-hmm. And um, something he was entitled to, but that would have gone under the radar if he left. Right. And so we've seen so many different instances of that. Think about me. You remember um, back in the day when I had my practice before, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't really making a whole lot of money, but it was, I mean, I was paying my rent. (laughs) (laughs) I was paying my phone bill and occasionally might write a little check for the family. So it was, <laughs> it was on its way, but I just, I now with this practice, I understand there was a lot that I just wasn't understanding about running a business, but I decided, you know what? I'm ready to just shut this practice down and just be a stay at home mom. I mean, I won't say just be, cause that's not a just thing, but yeah, I no was making that decision to be a stay at home mom rather than working outside the house. And, um, I was on that path. I shut down my practice, was closing out my cases, and then I saw a job description. And it was a 40-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. But it was a job that I had to take because it just called me. Like, when I read the description, I was like, that 
it's my job. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like those kind of things happen after you take those leaps of faith. When you felt led to do something and you did it. And then I saw my job at that nonprofit and I worked there for a little while. And that's where I found like my passion and like my Your thing. current, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's what made Veronica the attorney. Veronica the attorney. It's like before I was practicing law, but I really found my niche mm-hmm. when working with heirs property and estate planning. And now... I'm doing that as my practice, and I am the family land lawyer. And <laughs> it's like I'm just practicing saying that. Um, but that comes from taking those leaps of faith mm-hmm. and just saying that I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to do the calculations. I'm just going to decide to do the thing that, I feel inclined to do. And then God, like, all right, good. Now that you now that you have agreed to step on faith, I'll show you the rest of the story. Right, 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 right. And um it's it's kind of nerve wracking sometimes and exciting as well. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean I'm just kind of yeah. using now. You know, it makes life more of an adventure. You know, because again, if, if you grew up in a church, man, you know, we be talking about faith so much. You talking about faith so much, and we know that you know faith was a lot of times moving in faith. You know, like the examples you see of people moving in faith, they were like things that seem absolutely foolish. Okay, here, go wash in this dirty river, and then you're gonna you're gonna be healed of leprosy. Um, Moses, lift your arms up in front of the um, Red Sea, and um, you know, or you know, all these, all these random things, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus spitting in the, in the ground and using the mud to put on somebody's eyes and, you know, and that healing them, you know, it's always just kind of weird stuff. And so we know that, but the thing is, truth be told, it's like when it comes to us stepping in faith, you know, it's like on, on the part of the person who's going to do it, there's great fear and sometimes a whole lot of pause, if not in action, you know, and then on the side of other observers who might be in the church as well, it's like you now, come on now, you got to be practical about that. You know, it's like we, <laughs> you know, we kind of like in theory, we kind of like jive with that stuff. But then whenever it comes to whatever, we kind of like get back to our own kind of like ways of thinking about stuff. Yeah, it's like we don't really want to practice faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know, really. I don't know what it is. Because, I mean, we say we have faith. I guess we have faith for God to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, heal this person. Lord, heal me of diabetes. Mm-hmm. And God's like, I would love to heal you. Um, What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Can't you just do it supernaturally, Lord? I, I got... I, I ain't going to put, I can't not eat my cookies. Mm-hmm. And God is like, I gave your body everything it needs to be healed. And if you really want to be healed, then there are certain things that you will do. Mm-hmm. And we won't even do those things. We just want God to just whoosh in and touch us and then we instantly heal. But it's like diabetes is not just like some demon that landed on you and infected your body. It's something that happened gradually mm-hmm. based on habits. Of course, type 1 is a different story. But type 2 diabetes is something that 
we bring on to ourselves knowingly or unknowingly yeah so it's like why would and i'm not saying he doesn't but why would god come in and just heal you if you're gonna do the same things that landed you there in the first place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it's like our idea of faith is god doing all the work we don't Mm want to do anything lord i want to be a millionaire well leave your job and pursue this business opportunity that's the best way to grow your money lord i need you to do it through my job i i want you to or not even that we expect like you know to look in the bank account and all of a sudden mm-hmm. there was a million dollars and we don't know what happened but we just thank guys like we want just like straight just unexplainable mm-hmm. mysteries to happen which they do happen but we're talking real practical life stuff mm-hmm. if you want to be a millionaire you need to figure out a way to make the money to become a millionaire. God can give you the power to get that wealth, but you got to seize it. It's not mm-hmm. going to be just boom, there it is, boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. We be looking for that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then we'll, we'll look for it and we'll find it in ridiculous places. I went to the car dealership and they made my monthly payment $250. Woo-hoo. And it's like, but what's the interest rate? How long are you going to be paying that 250 a month? It feels good. Yeah, but is it? Yeah, exactly. Is it really? Is it really the blessing that? I mean, is it really a blessing? Yeah. When you really look at the what if when you really look at the details, you know. It's a burden. After a while, you realize like I got this real nice car and this low monthly payment, and I did no down payment. So I'm be paying this off for a long time. The car gonna be running on three wheels, and I'm still. But we look at those as God's blessings. Yeah. Instead of it being like us and God or God and us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, the thing is like, you know, according to according to what we learn about faith in God and, and you know, and just the intricacies of our faith, you know, it's faith that kind of opens up, you know, access to the supernatural things of God. It's faith. It's not, it's not works. It's not your practical thinking. It's faith because literally, literally you kind of go from just kind of depending on yourself to depending on God, you know, like, okay, God, you know, I'm being obedient to you. I want to, I want to work in, you know, within like what you have created, what your design, what your plan and purpose is, not just mine. Cause you can kind of do some things on your own. Well, anyway, my, I don't really want to talk so much about like explaining faith. All I'm saying is, is what I did is just like me seeking to walk in faith based on what I believe that God is is leading us to do, <laughs> and um, you know, and and that's just it. And I and and to be honest, I don't want to speak too soon. Yeah. But it's like I even kind of feel like I've already kind of seen something possibly. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like something I already kind of like seems to have kind of like um materialized if you will but we just gotta gotta ride this thing on out a little bit but even it's like even just to say that it's something that if you were not committed to leaving mm-hmm. your job then it wouldn't have even been mm-hmm. a consideration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It like well been. I, I can't do this mm-hmm. 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 but now you at least have that possibility of taking advantage of an opportunity yeah Maybe we'll share on that soon. Yeah, hopefully so. 
you know, so, you know, so man, and, and, and just, just, you know, just for it to share more. So, you know, we're, we're creating a different kind of life for ourselves where we're able to kind of more so be a family, you know, you know, raise our kids, you know, work on our own using the skills that God has allowed us to build up. My wife, you know, with her growing an increasingly successful law firm, you know, and me, you know, I have um, a tutoring business that has been consistent that, you know, looking to build that. And then, you know, the health and fitness stuff is kind of going, you know, it's kind of more so a labor of love at the moment, but you know, <laughs> but you know, there's, there's, there's some things going on. There. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, it's helping people. It is. It is. So that's what we're doing, man. I mean, I really don't know what else to say. That's, that's what we're doing. This is, this is, this is for me. Now, I don't know, maybe for some of y'all, it might be like baby faith, you know, but this is like a giant leap for Sean kind, mm-hmm. a giant, a giant leap for McClendon kind in a sense. Again, Veronica probably would have done something like this on her own a long time ago, you know, <laughs> but at least with me, Sean and Veronica together, this is, this is huge. We're not guaranteeing or saying that everything's going to be perfect. Right. But we're just trusting that the Lord will guide us and keep us and and show us the way. Yeah. So we're going to continue to pray and, and, and walk in faith and ask that y'all pray for us as well, you know, as we on this journey. And we pray for those of you who may be considering a, an act of faith. Like, let's do it. And like I told Sean with the job situation, if things don't work out, for whatever reason, we can get back on the market. Right. Not not guaranteeing that we're going to get a job immediately, but I'm confident that we have skills and we have um, the things that will get us a job if we needed one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just take a leap of faith and believe it's going to be all right and just walk in it and, and know that any decision is not like permanent. Like you mm-hmm. could very well next year say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and apply for a management position on the base. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but or you might not. Right. So, you know, life is a journey. Let's do it. Right, right. It's your life, man. Well, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure that we're gonna be talking about this stuff more mm-hmm. in the future. So thank y'all for indulging us. <laughs> thank y'all for indulging us. Have a great week. Yeah. See you next time. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 